What is up? Welcome to episode 57 of the Danny Toddcast. Today I have my longtime friend and fellow content creator, Brian DeLumpa. He is an incredibly talented man with a camera, creating badass imagery and video. It was absolutely a pleasure to sit down together and talk about what's going on, well, in the creative realm, but also have a conversation around what's going on in the world right now, specifically the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, yeah, we see it all over social media, the good, the bad. I, I'm, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you kind of already know what I'm talking about. It's, it's hard not to go on social media and see, you know, all, all of the, the stuff going on right now. Um, but to have Brian on the podcast and have this conversation, it was, it was very, uh, very positive And he shed some light on his own thoughts as a black man during this time. And I, I just hope anyone listening can absorb some, some of the things he touches on, because I, I definitely know I did. Um, he, he shares some good thoughts on what we all can be doing to, to kind of further this movement and in a positive way and for some change. Um, yeah, just hope this episode reaches anyone listening in a good light, but this was just kind of a, a way to spread more knowledge and, and, uh, what we can do. Uh, so yeah, um, let's, uh, let's dive on in. Brandy Lumpa, everyone. Yeah, dude, thanks for, for coming and enjoying me. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, well, you're only home for... Until Thursday. Until yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Just for like a little little family clear your, clear your, head, clear your head trip. Jeez, I can't talk. I mean, it was kind of supposed to be... Uh, are we recording? Yeah, yeah, we're rolling. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to start that over? I didn't no, know. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good, dude. You're good. Um, yeah, so... It was actually kind of just a, a way to break from everything. Um, but it was also my brother's birthday, too. And so my family's okay. so rarely together um, that it's uh, it was cool. My my sister flew in from Hawaii as well. So, oh, cool. yeah, finally got together. You know, it's, it takes a lot to get 10 right? people together. Is it a total of, like, se- seven? Yeah. Seven? Oh, eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Damn, dude. Oh, that's crazy. Shit. Fuck. And then, so, before I asked you, so you flew. I did I fly. I got to ask. Like, yeah. so... Did you fly into San Jose or? So, yeah, I flew from Austin to San Jose. Okay. How? No, actually, there weren't any direct flights. So, normally I would do that, but I flew from Austin to Vegas, Vegas to San Jose. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I had a change of planes, too. Sick. <laughs> so, like, was it weird? Like, was it, like, desolate? Honestly, I didn't want to come home for that reason. I was a little anxious. For the travel? About, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially, there's something about being contained in you know in that small space with so many people um i talked to a couple friends in the medical field whatnot they kind of reassured me told me they see patients every day who have you know had it yeah um who have recovered from it and and everything in between and so um you know they kind of reassured me that if you're wearing a mask and you're just taking proper precautions so yeah i mean it's kind of impossible to keep six feet apart and to really you know police everyone else you can only make right. sure you're doing the yeah. right things we're with the flights i mean those are both of those aren't long flights at all but like were Norm- they normally it's about four hours like um, to- total like a straight yeah. shot or yeah okay direct it's about four hours so being on two separate flights though were they both i mean there must not be a lot of people on each flight so what they did actually and i don't know if this is i flew on southwest i don't know if this is across all airlines yeah. but they're not reserving them uh they're not reserving a certain amount of tickets, so they leave the middle seat open. 
So, so they have like some buffer between like, or at least the appearance of that. Yeah. yeah. Like, Hey, we're trying to, you know, like that's, I mean, yeah. the seats are like what, two feet wide. Yeah, exactly. But that's everyone's dream too, that nobody sits next to you. So I don't think anyone was complaining. Honestly, like if they keep that for like ever, yeah. I'm down. I'm people, down. People like, are going to be pissed when you have to start like, sitting next to people. Shit. Well, um, so coming from Texas, I mean, obviously some of the stuff we've talked about before we were rolling, but I mean, Texas is pretty open. Like, have you gone to like restaurants or like what's, are you still kind of like, I'm sure everyone's erring on the side of caution, but the fact that it's like pretty opened up, are you starting to go out and do certain things or like it what's going on? I mean, I, I, I don't even know. Like I obviously don't live there, so. I, I probably have to be more cautious speaking about Texas than I do going out in Texas oh, because okay. they will come from my head if I say the wrong <laughs> no, thing. No, yeah, I'm not saying it no. like, in a bad way. <laughs> I'm like, just saying, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, no, I don't, uh, I haven't been going out. Like, I, I really locked up around early, mid-March. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been going out too much. I live a little outside of Austin anyway, so oh, okay. it's kind of easy to, you know, go into town for the things I need, but then... Mm-hmm just kind of hold back and hibernate but um yeah it has definitely you know austin and texas by extension is you know they're very uh gung-ho about whatever they believe in and uh they austin specifically felt that it was time to start opening up so a couple weeks ago they you know started doing like limited capacity bars and everything and they had all these ground rules laid out and uh personally i didn't see any of them followed but (laughs) Of course, you, right. I yeah, mean, right. you see photos, you see stories, and I mean, yeah. people are just right back at it, man. As like, far as your like own take on it, like I, I mean, for me personally, I mean, since I'm here in California, it's different. I think we're a little behind everyone else um, as far as like opening things up. I guess. I mean, I did just get off of furlough like last month for my job, which my job is not essential at all. So like the fact that we opened up, it, it's good for the fact that like I'm starting to get some some money but like looking at all these other states that are kind of opening up I'm like I, I understand it like hey if you feel like you're sick or something like stay home or if you're oh, what is it uh is it over 60 or is it 70 if you're over 70 you're in that kind of area where you are going to the chances of you getting Should it at least be yeah so I like I'm kind of going back and forth with like hey like you can't just shut down shit completely. Like people are starting to lose their damn minds. And like, I feel like in a way things should open up to an extent, kind of like Texas be like, Hey, like if you feel sick, don't go out of your house. Yeah. Like if you're going to go see your loved ones, make sure you're good. Like (laughs) people got to make their money. They got to run their businesses. Like here there's, there's, I think there was a, I forget the name, like a burger shop that's been here for like 70 years and they had to shut down. Yeah, it's like it is unfortunate. Some places should be like, hey, like if you feel like the need to go out and like, yeah, you're going to lose employees. But like I kind of feel like, hey, like people need to make money. They need their businesses open. Like some people aren't going to be nice enough to stop rent. Yeah. So I'm like back and forth ping ponging. Like, what do do I think is right for the situation? No, I don't think anyone actually knows the answer, like all the way up to the, the man we won't speak of. Yeah. It was our presidente, but fuck that, dude. It's insane. I mean, what do you think? Like, as far as like being in Texas, and they are kind of opened up on your own special opinion, not to like throw shade on Texas or anything. 
do you think it's right? Do you think they should have done earlier or not at all? Like, what do you think? You know, and then emotions change like almost daily too. Of course. Uh, at the beginning of all this, I was definitely on the side of we should be taking a lot of caution. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think, and I do think Texas opened a little too early or, okay. you know, um, but I, I guess we, we, we won't know until and if we see a second wave and if we see, you know, um, repercussions from this. But uh, I have always said I wouldn't be upset if, you know, COVID was a huge over-exaggeration and, you know, we did freak yeah. out. Like, that's that's a good scenario to be yeah, in, you know? like, And I, <laughs> I love that people are trying to, like, kind of have that upper hand. Like, they want to be able to say, I told you. So I'm like, yeah, I'm open for that, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, because you don't want it to be this massive yeah, pandemic that we trying thought to it be was. Extinct, yeah. Because realistically, like, in a way, it is overplayed that we, like, when this first started happening, it is overplayed than what we first thought. It's still terrible and it's tragic, and I'm not trying to take away from anyone that, you know, lost a yeah. family member or anything, but it is definitely, it's nothing close to, what was it, like the Spanish flu or something like that. Uh -huh. That's just knowledge from me listening to too much Joe Rogan, but um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just weird, and I, I think within, like, this next coming month, like, maybe, like, two weeks to a month, like, we're going to really see if it, it, if we'll it see, is. We'll just see. Yeah. Because of, you know, like, uh, there's a bunch of protests in, San Francisco, oh, of course, yeah. San Jose to, I mean, LA is going crazy. So like when I saw that happening, which I'm all, f you know, for yeah. people doing that and like to the cause and everything, but also I'm like, so is just coronavirus not a thing anymore? Did people forget? So and the spike, like, where is that going to go? And that's, yeah. And that's what I started, you know, repeating myself. Like this obviously is a little odd that right we're not we're not seeing people affected by it but um again i hope that is the scenario and and this isn't as as big as we had had feared um i am surprised that texas wasn't one of the it is actually one of the larger states as far as case um don't quote me on it. i think it was like six or seven when i checked a couple weeks okay. ago but it, it was uh you know new york and california leading yeah. a few and that was kind of rough too man because it was like i was dealing with it there in Austin and amongst my own, you know, mm -hmm. surroundings. But then yeah. I'm also thinking about everyone who I know here and yeah. how California is one of the yeah. leading states. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a lot to think about. It's definitely strange. Um, so I guess like, wait, we did. So when we did our podcast the other time over the phone, that was at like the beginning. Was, it's been such a long year, man. Was that this year? I'm going to look back real quick. I can't even remember. It's like it's I think it, like this I think it was forever. Let's see here. March 9th. So yeah, okay. That yeah, seems like a long yeah. time ago. Damn. So like how I mean, I can't remember much obviously I remember we talked a lot about like photo and stuff like that and how how is the the photo like creative world going for you like as things change or like with Texas kind of being back in open back and open like are you starting to get more flow of work or like how is this kind of like impacting your your career like obviously you work for flows flow, for, yeah flow, flow sports, sports doing that stuff like were you furloughed like what's 
No, lots so, of questions in there. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what's funny is when we last spoke, that was probably right about the time when I went into lockdown. It was right around St. Patrick's right, Day. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the like little time marker that I've been keeping. Um, and uh, so my company actually didn't do any layoffs, which we're obviously very that's grateful good. for. It was, yeah, yeah, really excited. Um, especially being you know graphic designers, our work can you know be contracted out and stuff. Yeah. So. We're grateful. I'm grateful to to be employed, and so I think every time I've complained about quarantine, I try to step back and realize, you know, I know so many people personally who that are, are really just, struggling through yeah. this. So, um, yeah, I'm really grateful for that. Um, so that wasn't too affected, aside from the aside from the fact that we are a live sports company, and for a couple of months there, There's we no had no sports. sports. Yeah, fuck. So we we did a lot of um, you know, we we do a lot of uh, like internal uh, okay. original content too. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. We were showing documentaries and you know some replay productions and stuff so as far as my personal stuff uh you know i haven't really been doing much freelance yeah. i think sometimes but you just gotta but i feel like with this going on and like well the shelter in place and also like yeah stay six feet apart it's like well now okay now i need to do a photo shoot like how am i supposed to do that with like yeah that was tough all of that like masks and yada 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 like I feel like that's that's definitely taking a hit on some creative people when doing freelance like it was tough especially because there's a temptation you know as photographers we're actually not that close in proximity all the time with subjects yeah. so it's it, it was kind of tempting to be like i could get away could. with a photo shoot um and there was the there was the draw you knew everyone was on their phones and looking at right. content you were putting yeah. out so it did feel like a time like damn i gotta to be get producing right now yeah, yeah. but yeah, it was tough. I I did um I kind of focused on design work a lot. Okay. Did, did some, you know, if anything I was doing like scenic stuff or Okay. You know, stuff shoot, where you, shoot can where you can, yeah. Go around. some random place where you don't have service and no one's around you for exactly. miles. Like, and sometimes yeah. that's just for me. You won't even see that work. Yeah. You know oh, what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Sometimes I'll throw up like a, a scenic photo and be like I don't know why I posted that, but <laughs> fuck it. So got to break the mold sometimes. Yeah. I mean so let's see so for your work no one got laid off and stuff like that i'm sure you're able to take work home with you and and stuff like that yeah. like so you're you're still keeping somewhat busy like yeah i mean we're, yeah we're at work daily and now you see live sports are coming back so many leagues yeah you know, i mean hockey every yeah like, everyone's looking at the four you know american like professional sports yeah, yeah. but um you see other you know foreign leagues they were starting up a month ago and really? stuff so we do have okay. we had we were talking a little bit before this podcast but we do all types of you know we don't just do the the basic sports you'd think of we do everything from like bull riding to rugby to yeah. racing um and so honestly a lot of those sports like fluctuated in these times yeah like racing especially where you don't have that much contact with other people right so that's yeah. that's an easier sport to kind of get back going right um they're happening with no fans, but Dude, it's so we'll see. Weird. Yeah, we'll see how hockey goes. I um, just because I'm a, a follower of Joe Rogan and stuff like that, and I mean, most people either know him from Fear Factor, his podcast, or he's the the live commentator for the UFC. Mm. And I think he did one in Florida or something where there was no fans, and like I didn't see like the actual fight, but I saw like a um, like an Instagram live or something something like that on Instagram. And it was weird, like, seeing that, like, t 
touch gloves and all this stuff and like going back to their corner right before the the referee like says i see i don't even know what they say because yeah. it's like what, <laughs> fight you know but there's no crowd and i'm like what the, what the hell is going on it's so weird dude like have you seen they've been doing for i think it's some some European soccer league, but they're doing things like they have apps where you can cheer from home and they project the sound into the stadium for the That's players so to hear. Weird. It's it, it's you know, cool. But. It's weird, but yeah, it's very cool. We have that technology, and it may be the way we have to consume sports moving at least Dude. for the near future. So it's kind of weird to to see that that could be a you know, reality. It is weird. I'm I'm just happy that hockey is coming back. Obviously, the Sharks. Couldn't even, not couldn't even, even make close, 24. <laughs> not even close. But, like, at the same time, I'm just, like, hockey, dude. Like, yeah. there's um, something I want to do. And we'll have to – actually, do you know when it's supposed to come back? I obviously did not read the thing. I just saw that they're coming back, and I just so knew the, the Sharks weren't in it. But. That, that's my issue with it. It's exciting that they're coming back, but um, the latest talk has been they're looking at December, January, okay. like, as, I think, best-case scenario. Okay. I think at that point – me personally, I'm kind of like, how worth, how, like, how worth is it? Is that, <laughs> how worth is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it worth it to finish the season? Like at that point, if you think about it, the NFL will be finished with their next season before we Shit, finish that's right. this season. So the NHL, which already struggles for grounds with other sports. Yeah. Now we're going to yeah. be an entire like calendar season behind right. other sports. I don't know. It, it could work out. I think it. The NHL is clear that they want the revenue coming in from playoffs. You know, like they'll make billions right. on that. Yeah, so of course. I understand, I guess, quote unquote, understand the the need to finish the season. It, I mean, when you think about it, like all sports, like the NFL, NHL and stuff, it is a business. Yeah. So the business needs to make money. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the NHL is going to go under if they don't have a Stanley Cup winner. But you got to have a Stanley Cup winner. Yeah. But one thing that I want to do is and it's so sometimes i hate when i do this but just because i listen to so much joe rogan like when i'm at work i'm listening to like joe rogan theo von crystalia like fighter and the kid like all these different podcasts and stuff like that and one thing that joe does he has like a podcast within his podcast where they they call it a fight companion and just him and his buddies come over and they put the fights on and they just get like they smoke they get hammered like so what I want to try and do, maybe when things start to slow down and the NHL comes back, is maybe we'll find a game. Like, maybe you, my buddy Jason, and, like, maybe just the three of us. Maybe have my brother putting shit on here. And we just, like, crack some beers, like, just shooting the shit while we just have a, not even the audio for people listening, but just, like, just watching some yeah, hockey. Yeah, no, for and, sure. Like, just talking shit. And, like, I think that'd be really fun. and. Whether people like it or not, I don't really care. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even fun. stick to Sharks hockey anymore. Like, obviously, it's, it's my team, but yeah. um, you know, you move away from the area that your team's in, and you either got to get on board with at least watching other teams for entertainment, right. or you got to just only focus on on your team. But obviously, I I keep in touch, or I keep up with Dallas and everything. Yeah. So yeah, I'm down to watch any. That'd be, that. <laughs> I just think it'd be fun. Like, just well, obviously, it's fucking content, which is sick for my end Absolutely. but also just to get like hanging out like for example like just you being across from me and not on the phone is just so much better you know like one we don't have to worry about like a phone connection like when i called you earlier before this 
I called you through my setup because I literally just finished a podcast and like I could barely hear you. Yeah, I noticed. I was yeah. Like, what, the, <laughs> what the hell's going on? Like the one we did where you were in Texas, I could hear you way better than when you're like, oh, I'm sure the a, quality like a makes mile a away. Difference. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? So like the fact that you're taking the time to come sit with me is awesome. Yeah, and for everyone listening, too. we're being safe. We're kind of far apart. Like, just chill out. All right, people. Can't read you. Yeah. It's a good sign. <laughs> um, let's see. If I told you, forgive me and tell me if I did, but this was maybe like last month. I did play uh, Bo from Bless the Fall on NHL. Oh, okay. What, I don't know how those guys were so good, but he, the first game, he kicked my ass. And then the second game, he also won, but like didn't kick my ass as much. Mm-hmm. But dude, he's he kicks ass on NHL. Dude. I NHL really, Live. I don't have any console. So I really only play when I come home. Yeah, and yeah. I'm getting whooped by my 14 year old brother. Dude, year old brother my ass. Shit. Yeah, dude. but he's playing every day, so yeah. it's like I can't really. He needs to make some money. Compare myself that. to him, I, shit, man. That is a those are jobs these days. I know, dude, and especially with like Twitch now. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Dude. Get have, that money. <laughs> have you thought about doing like Twitch or anything? Because like I love the the things that you post of um what do you call it like a speed edit? Mm, or, yeah, it's not like you're editing super fast, but you just do like the the screen grab. Like yeah. Have you thought about doing like a Twitch? I did it twice. I think you were on like a lot. Uh, oh yeah, the one where when you I was just editing, editing, but like it was so laggy, dude. Honestly, man, I think it's one of those. Uh, it's one of those leaps I'll eventually just have to make. I've I've put it out there and tried to see what the response from people would be. I'd like to think, you know, if I'm going to put in the effort to to upkeep, uh, you know, basically tutorials is kind of what yeah. I would like to do. Like. Um, Different, that'd, that'd be sick. Diff, different live tutorials and see how yeah. I edit some of my stuff. Dude, um, I, would, I would watch that. How to do some of the stuff you do with like the, um, I guess if you want, I mean, it'd be a, a photo composite. Yeah. Right. But like, what is there a term that you guys use within your business that it's called? Like, um, just like a photo I mean, composite? I guess just a graphic. A graphic. Yeah, but, yeah. but like the way you do that, like. It's, oh. it's fun, man. And yeah, like what you're talking about, I do the, um, the screen recordings, like the time lapse. Yeah. Um, they're fun to do, man. It's just, it's a lot of effort and I respect the people who, who can, you know, upkeep that, right. that, yeah. um, that effort of, you see the people who have YouTube channels of just endless tutorials. Yeah. And I'm like, Dude, you should do that. I will at some point. I think I, I really want to. I, I want to hone in my own skills and make sure I have a, a good I collection you, and right? also being able to articulate them too. It's one thing sense. to just like throw up a video and like run through it, but I want to make sure I can make it consumable for other people too. You right. Know? You're not just like, there's some that I watch online and it's like this robotic voice. That's like yeah. some guy just wrote down a script and like had some simulated voice. Like, yeah. I, I can't even remake it. It's like some <laughs> robotic thing. And it's so not personable. It's yeah. like, I get what you're doing, but also it's like, uh, I don't like, I don't want to listen to yeah, you exactly. for an hour. Like, which I think, I mean, even just having you through like the last podcast we did over the phone and then hearing your voice now, it's like, you have a good voice for it. So like I, and people oh, would, thank you. I know. Right. <laughs> that thing. Thank you. That's where, that's where I lower the voice. Sounds so <laughs> I mean, that's one thing. It's like, some people no, I'll definitely. Like, if you can't, if somebody sound, has a shit like, no voice, one, I'll turn it off right yeah, away. Yeah, <laughs> like there's some people where they're like, not even like accents, but just like sometimes just people just don't. I know what like, you, you mean. Don't want to listen to the. Damn you know what I can't voice. stand? People who finish every sentence like a question. You know, so they you're gonna finish every at a high note. And you want to <laughs> drive this around here? 
Okay, and then you want to grab this that. point. I can't that. I will, like, <laughs> X someone right then. Dude. Well, yeah, I think you should do that. And, of course, like, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. It's like you want to hone in on your own skills yeah. more so you don't come off as, like, Because even explaining to, to make a Even video. explaining to you how yeah. I, you know, manipulate a photo sometimes, it's like, oh, you kind of just have to watch me, you know? So I, I want to make sure. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I don't even know how to do this. Like, and I'm still learning at this. But, yeah. like, I think it would be sick. I do have... It's not out here. Um, it's the man, uh, by, by Yeti. It's a it's a mic. It's just a USB mic. Mm -hmm. um, I could give it to you or something like that. Um, it's nice. basically you just plug it in. And I don't know. I mean, I use it's uh, better than the computer one. Like yeah, the internal yeah, yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, That's what sure. I before I got. Well, actually, that was the first one I got for when I started the podcast, and then I got some other like. Like these little Duke things, which are more made for music. Oh, right on. And then I was like, okay, time to upgrade. So then I got these. And then the next ones I'm going for, I mean, these these mics are like a hundred bucks a pop, like which are pretty decent. Oh, they sound great. This and is like legit. the build quality is amazing. But like the ones that I'm gonna get are like four hundred a pop. I'm excited to hear the so. the difference between this one and when I was on the phone too. Cause yeah, you well, can tell when you're well, on. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't sound like a phone call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Shit. But yeah, I, I dude, that'd be that'd be super sick. I would definitely tune in and watch some of your your stuff because I mean, I do know how to do some of those yeah. like photo uh, composites and stuff like that. But though, obviously, you're doing like how long is usually those edits take? Because you're compressing it into like such a short amount of time, doing like the hyper speed. Are we talking mainly about the athletic stuff? Uh, I get. I'm sure that's. I mean, I, that's well, kind of what I'm doing mostly yeah. these days. Um, I mean. You know, like, it's all up to how much effort you want to put in. Sometimes photos can, that first photo you edit from a shoot could take you three hours because you want it completely right. And then the next right. one, because you already, like, worked through it, yeah. that next one could take you 30 minutes. Um, I guess yeah. it kind of goes the same with, uh, like, graphics that, that we make. Um, you can, you know, kind of do the motions and get through it. Uh, but there are plenty that I spend a lot of time on, especially ones that go into my personal portfolio, so... But um, yeah, those those uh, compressed videos you see, it's normally like maybe an hour of work. But Sick. it's I love that. I think it's satisfying. I love when other people do it's, that. See yeah, the dude. time lapse. So I I love watching. I wanted to start doing that early on. Yeah. What's like kind of like the put aside like the well, you're in Texas, so it's a little different. But like, I guess just all in all, like for your like creative career, whether it's within. Uh, the flow sports company you work for mm -hmm. and your uh, just personal freelance stuff. Like what's kind of your next thing that you want to, I guess, learn or like whether you know it or not, like what's like kind of the next thing that you're like, all right, so this is for me next step. So I guess maybe a little less about the, the company you work for, but more on your personal yeah. thing. Like what's like your next thing that you're like itching to, kind of get into i mean i'll get the typical answer out of the way because you know I've, I've said it to you so many times i one of these days i'm going to learn after effects i know it's just gonna yeah, it's dude. gonna bring <laughs> bring my video production up um but no actually right now i want to kind of revisit um you know like off-camera flash and all that i haven't okay. done it for so long i've been working with natural light for years and i do have a strobe right now but um you know, I want to just upgrade everything. I've been looking at the the Godox. Um, you use that, right? No, I got um, 
Well, they're my dad's. Oh, the same ones? Forever. Okay. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the those, are, those buff, are timeless. White lightning. Those are timeless. Dude, yeah. Yeah. I don't. But uh, now. Uh, now they're all plastic. And I think and those ones are metal. Dude. We, <laughs> we may have gotten into it uh, last episode, too, but it is crazy, man. Like when we were sitting in this garage like yeah. 10 years ago, dude. we had to set up a heavy ass battery. You had to plug everything in. You know, your pocket wizards were like state of the art technology. And now they're like, now everything is, yeah, everything is Bluetooth and it's all compact and you just charge up like the off camp, the strobe yeah. for like, I don't know, a couple hours. Oh, and wait, you're so just good to go. Yours, you charge, like you can charge your. So I'm still back on a connected one. I'm still connected to my hot shoe. That's how like long it's been since I've really invested in. Oh, oh strobes. okay. Okay. No, but you're saying like the, the strobe itself you can charge? Yeah. What? Yeah, dude. Damn. Cause it's not well, even a battery pack. Like, it is the battery. You, we talked about it on the last one, but the, the Vegabond from Paul's exactly. above. Exactly. Which lasted like what, a month maybe? For me at least. And then when like, you charged it? No, no, no. Like until it just like fucking died. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, there's like, and I got it as a birthday present or dude, something. They're so expensive. Like 300 they're 300 bucks. bucks. And now they have some new ones, but like, I feel like but after even that, ours, that was so heavy and you had to lug it around. After both of ours, like, kaput. Yeah. Then they stopped like remaking or like um, the cables for it. Yeah. So it's like, even if you wanted to try and save it and charge it, and you can't because like, you I have didn't to find it from like Amazon or some shit and still don't even know. That's kind of why I fell out of, of like, working with lights for yeah. a while. Cause I was like, okay, well, if that's, if there isn't like portable, if there aren't alternatives to the vagabond, yeah. what am I using? And then, you know, I think my lights at the time broke down. So I was forced to kind of work with natural light and what? you get into that flow. I think that's so important though. Like obviously like considering since I came back from my last tour and starting the, the job and stuff like that in the podcast, like I think my photo video has kind of taken a backseat. Cause I mean, I'm absolutely loving the podcast and like, yeah, hey, this thing, I think that's pay for, the bills. Like, I think that's I'm for down. a lot of people though. So like, it's like a it's lot of creatives. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's taking a backseat, unfortunately. So I'm in a way doing the podcast is making me do more creative work because I need to create the things to post about it. It's been changing styles like crazy, but I think doing natural light, whether you're forced into it or like you started that way, it's like, I feel like that is so important because you can fully try and understand lighting from whether it's super sunny or I mean, God's softbox when it's yeah. overcast and shit like that, like understanding the light. And then when you bring in lights, you kind of have a sense of, okay, like this is how I want it to look and emulate the sun or, or something like that. So like, I think in a way it's a blessing in disguise, I guess. Like, sure. unfortunately it sucks. Cause like we would love going out on location with our studio lights, but like, being forced into a situation where you have to use natural lighting, you just dial that shit in. And then when you bring in the lights, like whenever you start bringing back your lights, you're just fucking crushing it. Absolutely. I don't know. Just No, I completely agree. I think um, it's, it is something to, it's just as impressive to know off camera lighting. Uh, that's, that's a whole yeah. puzzle in itself. But I think working with natural light and being able to adapt, and that's the key word, is you learn how to adapt. That's that, you. Yeah, you're saying it way better than that's what, I, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. But I, that's what taught me the exposure triangle. Like really okay. taught it to me. Now I can do it. You know, by because memory, I can be like, "What's wrong with this? Yeah. It's ISO. It's you know, aperture." Um, and it was by working in all types of light throughout the day that helped me. I was gonna say because working with, I guess. 
when you have your lights, you can set it to what you want. Exactly. So like when you're forced to work on your, your natural light game, you're working with the light that's given to you. Yeah. And once you understand that really well and you start bringing in lights where you can control everything, yeah. you have such a better like sense of direction on what you want which, to accomplish. Which is like why we love off-camera lighting because you get to manipulate it. it. That's obviously it. the appeal of it. Yeah. But what we're also saying is to learn the natural way of it, yeah. then you're just more equipped for any situation, including like off-camera lit yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, Got to know both. Yeah, dude, for sure. But and yeah, that's to the long answer. Yeah, I know. I'm right? trying to. I said the long answer, and you just come in with like the yeah. So basically, what you're trying to say is so, this. yeah, yeah. For yeah sure. I've been I've been looking at a couple. Uh, Godox seems to be kind of the top one of the top of the line. Okay. Um, like strobes right now. So I've been looking at that and just you know putting a couple couple bones into see, it. Let me see here. I had oh, I forget when it was. I had uh, Justin Bettman on oh, the yeah. podcast. Obviously, he's just legend destroying it. Um, but dude, he's uh, he's sponsored by a company called Braun Color. Okay, and they are so Swiss manufactured high end photography and film light, lighting equipment. So he's straight up just like endorsed by a lighting company. That's like when you're like, that's like when we were 12 and, and like the kid down the street got flow from the skate shop. Yeah, dude, like I was, I was flow for like a couple of things yeah. for skateboarding. Oh yeah, I'm talking about meant, you. Which meant like absolutely fucking nothing. But like, here we go. Hey, like if you Justin weren't flow, it meant everything. Yeah, he, he just posted something. Oh no, that's, no, sorry, this, I'm still on Braun Colors thing. Um, but hey, I mean, if Justin's using it and he's doing shit for like GQ, like, Dude, the, the Apple thing he got commissioned for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was talking to him about that on it. And I was like, I was like, damn, dude. Like, I mean, he, yeah, he did the damn crazy. thing. I was, you know, I, uh, I was choosing between New York and Austin when I was moving away. And so New York could have been my final destination. And actually, that's what it would have been because I would have been eaten alive trying to do, you know, he did that. He like went out and, uh, you know, I think he was freelancing for a while. I don't know if he went out there with a job, but yeah, obviously, it's, it's <laughs> I'm saying shitty that I can't remember. But we talked a little <laughs> bit about it, like his decision, decision to move out there. But and that he's was coming back to LA. Yeah, but, I, I did hear that. Um, yeah. but going out, I mean, New York, man. I I will say Austin is such a great place. It's a much more friendly place for creatives, and I mean that in the sense of more people willing to collaborate. There's okay. more people willing to. I think, um, you know, willing to explore local artists, independent artists, yeah. um, New York, I feel like, and obviously I'm, I'm judging, I haven't lived there, but it just, it seems so cutthroat. And I hear this from other I creatives. I probably there. agree. Yeah. I mean, like, other creatives are like, yeah, it's, it's fucking tough. <laughs> yeah. I could see you living there for like a year or two, like just like immersing yourself in like a different world to like, if that man only like, it would be like one of those things where it's like, Hey, like I'm going to move to New York for a year. Yeah. Just to immerse myself in a different environment just for the sake of not even like your personal life, just solely for like immersing yourself in like a different culture of yeah. like art. Well, and that's why sick. that's why I ended up thriving in Austin, I feel like, because it was a different, especially different from here where I feel like sometimes we lack an art culture sure. here at home. To an extent, um, obviously there is there amazing is. art and culture here, but yeah. like as far as like making not necessarily making a name for yourself but like i get okay yeah. the, in, in a weird okay not in like a 
I mean, ego way. Okay, but you, like, you think about even just in our area alone. Where do events happen? We have to go to Santa Cruz. We have to go to San Francisco for shows. Yeah. Um, and so that alone, uh, I think you come, you come across fewer creatives like mm -hmm. you and I and Justin and Sam yeah. uh, and like a couple other buddies, Matt Haggerty. Um, that, you know, you know, a couple of photographers growing up, but in Austin, I know, you know, there are photography groups, there are walks every that's week, cool. there are meetups. Okay. Um, and that's just something we didn't grow up around. So no, I think it's it's like you're saying, definitely immersing yourselves in different cultures. Um, it, cool. It's beneficial, yeah, yeah, for sure. Shit. Totally, like, as soon as I had something I was going to say, <laughs> and then it just, like, as I was about to say it, just... That's, that's my biggest fear is that Ooh. you're going to ask me a question and I'm not, <laughs> not going to... Oh, I know. Well, that's the, the whole thing about, like, these. It's, like, some of my, fr like... Well, most of the people that I have on this podcast are, are friends, yeah. but there's been a few where, like, I don't know them at all. Yeah. And, like, some people have, like, I guess when you think about it, it is an interview, but, like, I don't see it as that. So when sometimes no. people are, like, we're, like, hey, so, like, for the interview, like, what do you blah, 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 blah. I'm, like, oh, yeah, this is, like, kind of an interview. <laughs> so in a way, it's, like, when there's, like, just off script questions and stuff and, like, and it kind of hits, like, a place where you don't know where to go you're like usually be like if you're on tour or something it's like all right cool all right we got sound check <laughs> yeah, let's go exactly. like something saving the bell but i think there's just so much going on right now that there's like endless things to talk about and i know we talked about before we're not going to get too crazy into anything but um as far as like your art being impacted by or if it is being not 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 necessarily being impacted as in like the the lack of workflow but as far as like the inspiration that, do you see any different kind of inspirations coming into your work whether it's seen the light of day or just personally from the uh like the coronavirus to now the the uh the protests and the, the black lives matter movement and stuff like that like have you seen anything kind of changing a course of some of your personal projects like such a long-winded way to say that. I know. It's like almost I was trying to ask something, and as I was saying it, like kept building on it. Sorry about that. No, if anything, I think there's just been a – similar to what you were saying, I think there's been a lack of personal work. Mm -hmm. um, I've taken the last couple weeks uh, to kind of experience everything that's going on um, and to, I don't know, just kind of feel and understand what is happening right now. Um, yeah. It's it's unlike anything that I think I've experienced in my lifetime. Um, and I don't know, it almost feels wrong in a way. And that's not like meant to spread guilt, but it, you do feel like weird focusing on other things, you know, because it's such a both, both yeah. COVID and and protests and everything going on across the world. They're just such bigger matters at play right now. That it's like that almost like if it's I like how am I gonna focus? Yeah, how personal, am I gonna hang like, out at the skate park or like do photo shoots when like you could maybe be putting like your creative input into something like a a, a cause toward like a post to oh especially spread that. news or or something like that like absolutely. Um, one thing. I, so there's the I can't remember when, but the thing that kind of well it didn't okay it didn't fail, but it got twisted around real hard was the posting the black square yeah because at first it was like 
everyone post it. And then people that didn't post it got backlash. But then people were like, hey, like, that's not like stop tagging the yeah. movement and stuff. Cause now it's just like clogging the feed with nothing but news or like nothing but the, the little black square yeah, and not seeing anything going on. Like when that, I guess, cause to me, I saw that and I was like, I get it. Like I'm all for it. But at the same time, I'm like, Hey, like now I don't see any of the news that's going on. It's like kind of just blocking out like all the information that we yeah could use. So like, I don't know, like, when that first happened, like, kind of, like, what was your opinion on that? Like, not in, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, put you on the spot to make anyone else, like, think what you're saying is wrong. It's just an opinion-based thing. But, like, kind of just, like, what did you think about it? Like, yeah. And by, also, just real quick, like, if there's anything you don't want to answer, obviously, like, I'm not trying to no, force I, you to do anything. So I appreciate that. Um, I guess I'll preface moving forward everything i say i i did want to make a point that i think you know as i'm obviously a black man and i think all black people share similar experiences but not every experience you hear is going to be the same for all black people of course i think that's really important for people to understand during these times um and i'm sorry refresh what was your ultimate going like, off of the you know the the posting of the the on instagram i think it was just on instagram oh, like yeah. the, the black square and yeah. then like it clogged the feed of not seeing any yeah. information because it was just you go to the the hashtag of Black Lives Matter and it was just yeah black squares. And which so I get it, but anyway, sorry. To continue. bring to bring my point into context, you know, for some, you know, for some black people, that could be a you know that was a great sign of solidarity and whatnot. Of course, yeah. Uh, me personally, you know, I I can go either way with it. I do appreciate that there is this awareness and there is this. Um, willingness to make change and to be a part of change that i've never seen in my lifetime yeah. um at the same time there are things like that that it's a great thought but we all know it's not doing anything yeah. it's the same as the celebrities singing it's the same as i hate to say it thoughts and prayers you know like but um there are just some things that it's like yeah great act but and it's th not thanks really yeah that much um and yeah, it just kind of seemed like you can tell I've been saying it too. I have had friends, uh, you know, reach out. Um, I've had friends post and whatnot. I think it's easy to tell who's being sincere and who's kind of just I can see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they post like the square or if they post like information in between like eight selfies it's kind of like all right well did you need to just throw that up right yeah i'd rather you not do it at that point. yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying um because it is important that people remember this isn't like this isn't a social trend it's not a challenge no. yeah not at all like yeah. i mean going with the protests i feel like i mean there's going to be people out there that i mean you see it all over the internet like the the girl borrowing the Dude. the hammer or whatever from the guy just to take a like a photo yeah. and then like dipping in the car it's like that shit pisses me off that's disgusting and that's just me on the outside looking in on instagram and like unfortunately there are people out there that are going to try and just take like the, the instagram photo just because they want to like yeah. seem like in i guess what's the word i want to use like i can't I'm like woke about the the situation yeah i guess but like the whole movement itself, like, obviously, like, I, I will never fully understand it because it's it's not something that, like, 
unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, it's I'm I don't have to deal with it, and it's even it's shitty to even have to think about that. But I, I in all, I think it's amazing. Like, I mean, San Francisco, the Golden Gate Bridge completely shut down with people protesting. Yeah, that, and, like, I saw that. That was amazing. Signs like my buddy Grady took some like iconic photos. Like, I would not be surprised if I see it on like the front of like Time Magazine because yeah. it's like insane. So like that stuff. I absolutely love it, but like all the the bad stuff that comes from it, like yeah, I mean, I think we talked about it a little bit before this, but like the looting and stuff like that, eh, not so down for it. But it's just such a powerful movement, and like this is gonna be, I think, a big, like a good turning point. It's not gonna just change overnight or next month or next year. Like it's gonna take a lot longer, but like it's unfortunate that um, a situation like uh, was a George Floyd yes. that happening to make this happen, the situation, but it, it's happening. And I think for, for the long run, it'll make a very good impact on, on it all. So, I mean, again, another long winded thing of me talking, but no, man, I mean, these are, it's, it's important to get, and you're going to, I'm I'll apologize now for repeating myself, but you'll probably hear me say again and again, like, there are things that I want people to understand right now. And one of them is that not only do these conversations need to be had, mm -hmm. but I don't think it is entirely like, um, you know, it's a conversation. It's a two-way street. Of course. I, I don't, while it is a time to be listening to black voices and black stories, I think, I don't think that that means just listen to us talk, listen to us talk, listen to us talk and just eat yeah. it up. Like it's important that we have these conversations yeah. and you know, you give your opinions and I can give you my experiences exactly. and, and that's making the comparisons will, you know, ideally bring people more together. But it's like I was saying, man, I, I have felt, I've never felt in my lifetime an uprise like this. Yeah. So it's impossible to not feel some hope yeah. that this could be the start of change. Of course. It's not at all going to be overnight like you were saying. Yeah, no way. And I think that's what people are having trouble like coping with. Yeah. Like, yo, this this could be a fucking long run. Yeah. Um I mean, it has been a long run, man. I've, you know, I've been um again, obviously being black myself, this is nothing new for me or for other black people. Um it's great that people are becoming aware of past traumas and, and tragedies. Yeah. Um, ones that I think black people and, and people of all colors have, you know, other people have been aware of, mm -hmm. but it's crazy, man. You go back and you look at the other cases that have happened because, and I'm saying this because you said like, it does suck that it, it came to that incident, but you, you go back on, you know, the countless other incidents. This isn't the first time it's happened. But and the fact that there's social media now and people are filming, like every single time though, you hear like the same, you know, I I I watch those documentaries and stuff. I like to be informed on on what's been happening and um it's just sad, man. You hear the same hopeful talk mm -hmm. back in 2014 when it happened, back in 1992 when it happened. And it kind of just gets swept under the rug a little bit. And so that's why it's such a complex time because it's like I'm seeing all of this hope and I am seeing change. You are already seeing change yeah. from the actions that have been taken. But at the same time, it's like, man, we've seen, we've seen waves kinda... in the past before in right. history before. So, and you know, I don't know, maybe it's just a endless 
And maybe that, that is probably likely what it is. It's never going to be a battle won. We just have to continue yeah, to, un- to unfortunately, combat it. Yeah, you know? not... I, I, it's it's shitty because it's like, unfortunately, like, I mean, going back to like, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a few months. It's not going to happen, you know, this year, next year. Like, it's going to be, uh, you know, a long battle for for everyone to come together and see everyone as a whole. And there's obviously going to people be out there that don't agree. And that's their, I guess, their right to believe whatever they want. But unfortunately, like the way we live, you know, you got to you know love the person next to you. Like that doesn't matter. And like, I mean, it's just a, a shame that it took, you know, George Floyd dying and to, for this to happen. But I think what it's just crazy, man. I think a lot of progress is also hindered by just so many different dialogues being had at once. Mm -hmm. I think too, there's, there's a majority of people who do get what it's about and get what people are so upset to the point of, of violence and of, of rioting about, but then even people who agree with the movement, will come in with like a, you know, a side a argument side, or a yeah. side angle. And then that starts a new thread of arguments. And it's like, that's why it's going to take so long to make any progress is because we even refuse to have just one conversation, Yeah, you know, and it, it's, it kind of gets into the, like the, the best example is obviously like the all lives matter thing. And, yeah. you know, it's just, that's obviously a conversation and it's a true one, but it's not the conversation we need to have right now. There was, and I hope I say this right, but I know it was by Jorner Lucas. Yes. I think he had in a song, um, which is like, I think it resurfaced with all of the, what's going on right now. The, um, I'm not racist. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um, incredible song. Yeah. But I think he has something about like saying all lives matter to the, oh. the black lives matter is a protest to my protest. What kind of shit is that? Yeah. It's like. Damn, it's like okay, yes, all lives matter for sure, but that's not the, like that's not the cause that we're trying to like, and, deal with right now. Like that's not the it's I get it, but like, yeah, that's totally different. That's a different side note. Like that's true, and and I'll use this as an opportunity to hopefully like stop the spread of something too. This is a perfect example. You start talking about all lives matter, and then how many like memes and like tweets and shit of like analogies and metaphors and then it becomes like a joke more like then we're then we're sharing memes and we're not having the conversation at all so and again going back to that's why this is going to take so long is because we got to get people to focus first and have the same conversation um but i do feel like more are being had i've this is the first time you and i have ever addressed my race um i've done that a lot with close friends, lifelong friends that, um, you know, for the first time in the last month. Mm-hmm. So I think that is really healthy. Um, because I, I do think it's important. It's a time when we are realizing that not seeing color quote unquote, it can yes. actually be, uh, harmful in a way. Of course. Because yes. you do need to respect where people yeah. come from and what they experience. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of things and I can't remember where I heard it. Probably Joe Rogan podcast, but like, <laughs> The fact that there's some people out there and, you know, even myself, like some of the shoes I have and clothes that I have, it's like, it's inspired from black culture oh, yeah, and dude. not, not a lot of people understand that. That's and it's like, <laughs> it's like, you got to that... understand like how much stuff every day, like from, I mean, the obvious of like hip hop and, and rap yeah. besides the music, like 
there's clothing companies out there that are like black inspired yeah. and like came up because of all of that. And it's like no one really kind of understands that. Absolutely. And like the seeing, what did you say? Uh, not seeing color as far as like everyone is equal, yeah. like not seeing color. Like everyone is yeah equal. It's like, get it. Like you're probably coming from a, a good place, but at the same time, it's like, no, you need to recognize that yeah. there are different people in the world. And it's amazing. Like I, I'm white, you're black. We're, I mean, I consider you a best friend. You're an incredible photographer, videographer, graphic designer. And we come, we've, I mean, from skateboarding mm -hmm. to coming into our own with like the, the art world, like we have our own styles. We're not like from just going off of a, like a photo style, like we're completely different, Yeah. but we're within the same realm. Yeah. But you got to recognize like, it, you know, transitioning from like different styles, it's like there's different people out there and you got to like understand it's like, damn, like I, I mean, I love rap hip hop. It's like that wouldn't, if white people grew up like <laughs> making hip hop, like it wouldn't be hip hop. Like <laughs> a lot of the stuff that we have today we wouldn't have if there yeah. wasn't the the black culture and yeah. i think it's incredible and like i wanted to obviously have you on because while well, you're in town and the last time we were on the phone and it was a great conversation but yeah. in light of everything that's happening it's like i was like man i really want to like for one for myself know a little bit more sure and be a little bit more in the know and like what can i not necessarily do because i don't want to like make it like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. Like, I got to help this. I got to help this. But more just, like, have knowledge on it. Yeah. So I can, in a, in a good mind, know what is the proper way to do things and, like, understand the... Yeah, you, I Almost mean, like you the, know the protocol. Yeah. 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 And here's another, like, hear this moment. Um, it's important to know, like I said, this experience is not the same for every black person. I feel like we are sharing a lot of the same emotions. But a lot of those are so complex and and for myself they change you know even by the hour so i think it is important i think you are doing the right things and trying to educate yourself and it's good that you know we're close enough we can have these conversations but it's also not a time to be like <laughs> reaching out to every black person you know not not you no i get it to everyone um you know don't be hitting up your that black kid from high school and being like, Hey, checking just in because, on you. Just <laughs> yeah. because I want to have someone on of a different you exactly. know, race to make myself seem like I'm doing the right thing. Like, yeah. I just want to be more aware. Like, yeah. No. Besides the Twitter and the Instagram and, and Facebook. And I, I think it is a time for, I normally wouldn't do this, but I think it is an important time to be speaking up yeah. because again, we do, I've, you know, I've had many, um, I feel like every black person has an early, you know, childhood memory of when they kind of started to put together that they were perceived differently. Yeah. And I can ask any of my black friends and they have something similar to that, you know? Mm -hmm. So while I can't speak for everyone, there are similarities that we all understand. Of course. And so, yeah, it is, it is helpful to have these types of, of conversations yeah. because yeah. we can understand how to kind of like undo that way that right. people don't realize is happening. And the fact of, well, first off, before I continue, I just want to say, I mean, we started off doing like the, in this podcast, like the creative stuff and oh, yeah. this kind of just, I knew I wanted to talk to you about it, but it kind of just kind of yeah. segued into it yeah. nicely. But I, I also want to thank you for 
you know, talking on it because I'm, I'm no, sure it's course. not easy. It's not easy for me because I also want to make sure that I'm coming off correct. Yeah. And stuff like that. But it's really just it's thank a com- you for, you know, being open about it. And it's weird because like we've known each other forever, <laughs> but I'm, I'm nervous because I don't want, you know, I want to, like I said, come correct and yeah. And make it's, sure we're talking about some. Good it's a stuff, really, so. it's a really complex time. And I think at least for myself as well, because yeah, exactly. Again, I'm having these conversations for the first time with people who are close. Yeah. Even my family has said to me, you know, we, it's almost like we don't see you as, as black. You're just part of the family. Yeah. Like you've, you're Brian. We've always yeah. known you as that. And that's obviously a, like a, a you know sentiment you want to hear, but, um, Again, it's, it just Completely. can't be oversaid. Yeah. Like of these course. are the times that we we at least need to be recognizing yeah. and acknowledging and respecting. So I um I guess in your own opinion and whether you I'm not gonna not speaking for everyone, but like in your own opinion, like what do you think people can kind of do to kind of spread more awareness besides the the sharing on Twitter and whether it's, you know, Instagram or Facebook or something like what do you think would be like a good step in the right direction for people? I mean, it might not be a full step, but like, you know, even just, I guess, quote unquote, like putting your shoes on to even get into the the situation and try and bring knowledge and understand a little bit more. Like what do you personally think is Um, like what you kind of wish people would maybe try and uh, honestly with, (laughs) with all love, I would say, uh, just do more and like shut up about it. Like right, yeah. we see everyone sharing and that that's where it starts to irritate me too. Like, again, I, I, I said it earlier, but you see the same like memes being shared. And so like people are getting a message out there, but you're using other people's words. It's like, get off social media, watch your own documentaries, read your own books, stop, yeah. stop reading what everyone's like tweeting about. Um, if you, I think it's, it's beneficial if you do, if you are close with black people, you, you, you know, you know, your relationship with them. If it's, if you guys are close enough to be having those conversations, they're obviously healthy to have. Um, but also be, you just have to be aware too, you know? And again, it's complex. Nobody has the answers right now because you don't want to overstep. Yeah. But these are times to be sharing information. Yeah. And I guess like, I mean, going off of what we're doing right now, like, it's not just me asking you to just for the next hour talk and I'm going to listen. Yes. You know, and I guess a a different realm that could work. But I feel like, you know, having the back and forth conversation hits differently than just being like, all right, I'm all ears. Like, yeah, spit it. Because, I mean, I guess that's in a way like the social media realm of it. It's like everyone's just pushing information, information, information. And there are people having conversations, but yeah. then that's all digital. Like well, things get misconstrued, misconstrued, and and things like that. So like having a full like back and forth conversation, I think it would be pretty healthy. And I I personally believe that I was saying you know it does need to be a two way street because if you just heard me talking for an hour, almost inevitably it would just end up being you know past times when mm-hmm. I was made to feel less or made to or I was reminded that I was different or perceived differently and that's another thing that I think people need to understand right now this this is a emotional time for a lot of black people because they're having to relive a lot of those memories that 
have stayed with them their entire lives. I, I have memories of incidents in first grade that I could, you know, retell you right now because they're just burned into your memory. And they're, they're not even, not every experience is like someone threw a slur in your face. You know, sometimes it's just like innocent things said, yeah. but that stuck with you. And whoever said it, they probably forgot about it. Five minutes later, they get to go on living with their life. But, um, and I kind of derailed, but yeah, exactly. the, the, the point being, this is a, it's a tense, complex time. And so while these conversations are important to be had, understand that for a lot of black people, it's not necessarily a, a, a time that we want to be like reminded of all this shit, you know? Of like, course, yeah, because it's, it's not. <laughs> you'd like to think that we're past right. that yeah, shit. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, it kind of goes back into the, like how this is, it's a, a needed thing to happen. Like all the, the protests and things like that. Yeah. Fortunately, it's happened because of, you know, someone, you know, being taken by the hands of the, the police. And it's very unfortunate. And we won't get into that side of it just because I'm yeah, sure I'm that, that'll get taken <laughs> I'm not even going to no, touch yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I, I see it heading in a, a good direction. And like we've said many times, it's not going to be overnight, like yeah. months, years. Like, But the fact that it's happening and on this scale. Yeah. Like L.A. being completely, you know, the streets filled with people to San Francisco, Golden Gate Bridge. Like it's I mean, obviously you see it on the news and stuff like that. And it's it's good. But like on the the back lines of it, there's got I think I that's what I don't really know what's going on, like what to do. Like and being on social media, like I don't think I've done most um, much on Instagram, but on Twitter, you know, some reposts and stuff like that because one it's like and i'm not hitting on that at all like it's good to it's good to be sharing that information but when i see the same post from eight people i'm like all right this is just it's a a meme now it's also kind of hard because i mean it'd be different if i went to the golden gate bridge and took photos like yeah i would be posting it to to share the movement and not for myself posting photos and getting likes and all that bullshit but like Oh, it definitely sharing. needs to be documented. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And I'm stoked, like, for example, like I mentioned Grady Brannon, who mm-hmm. was on the, the Golden Gate Bridge and taking some of these iconic photos that I guarantee you, like, I, I won't be surprised It'll if I see them. Books. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's, I'll show you after. Like, there's one that he took that's very powerful. I bet. And, I mean, that's amazing. And, like, for me, like, on the social media platforms, it's hard for me to post any. I mean, like I said, like, I'll retweet stuff or make a post, but it's not really anything different than what other people are posting because you know, you post one thing that you think is great, but someone else might see it and be like, yeah, fuck you. Like what? Yeah. This is not the, what you're supposed to be doing. It's like, Hey, like I'm all for this. Like this needs to happen. Hmm. I don't like the, the looting and stuff like that. We won't get into that, but it's like, it's hard. Cause it's like some people will absolutely love what you're posting. And then some people will be like, Hey, like, yeah, what do you, no, and then wrong. Like, so. and then maybe that's why social media is not it's really the platform to be doing because you're just throwing it out to a vague audience. You know, you're throwing yeah. it out to your closest friends and then people you haven't seen in years. So, and that will judge your own opinion on your opinion. You yeah, know, like, if you have I mean, negative reactions right? to something that you think is right, you could <laughs> trick yourself into thinking, "Oh, maybe I have it wrong." You know, yeah. so I, I think it's more important to be doing these things on your own in your small circles. I believe that change will happen within our own circles and our own communities. And I mean, by all means, I mean, I wish I could have gone to 
I mean, San Francisco is like the closest one that was like full fledged, like big. I mean, yeah. there's one in I've, Sunnyvale. I've heard of a couple and, walks around but here. The San yeah. But the San Francisco one will ones, be iconic for yeah. sure because like there's old photos from, I don't know the date, but like old black and white photos of people on the Golden Gate Bridge for the same reason, mm-hmm. which is fucking crazy because yeah. we're still having to yeah. deal with it. And you, yeah. Um, yeah, San Francisco alone, like uh, all the Harvey Milk stuff happening yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah, a ton yeah, of yeah. movements. Yeah. But in a way, I'm like, okay, like, keep posting your photos and, and videos and stuff for the right reason, of course. Yeah. But like, it's kind of crazy to think that, I mean, let's see. So for the George Floyd, the video that started everything from the Bay area to LA to, I mean, there's people in like London, I think, you know, overseas it's hitting everywhere. But f- the source of that was just a 17 year old girl on her phone recording. Yeah. And it's just kind of crazy. It's like, it's bittersweet because social media can do a lot of great things and there's also probably a lot more bad on social media than there should be but like the fact that this one girl with her phone recorded something and now it's a worldwide movement it's it's absolutely crazy well she's getting backlash too it's like yeah like damn like and again you know you you have to remember that it's almost like what was I don't know what was different about this one. I'm glad it sparked a world, you know, change, mm-hmm. a world shift. But there, there are videos out there. Yeah. And, I, you know, I said, like, the earliest one in my life was Rodney King, 92. And, you know, but this shit has been recorded yeah. for years. So I don't know what was different about this one. But, like, I'll, I'll keep saying, something does feel different. Yeah. And I hope it's not just, you know, I hope it's not just a, yeah. a hot trend. Yeah, like within a few months. Yeah, because, I mean, you hate to see it. There is already kind of a decline from, like, even last week to this week. You just see yeah. people starting to put more regular shit out. And, you know, I understand. We can't we can't expect people to be obsessed with it every day. Even I don't want to be looking at it every single day. But, um, yeah, you just got to – you have to hope that momentum continues and that um, we continue to see change. Like yeah. I said, there's been some change. It's been great. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, when I look down uh, – the extension like cable that's down there. there it's pretty finicky <laughs> okay so like there's been times where like luckily it wasn't on a podcast it was right before where i was setting things up and i accidentally bumped it like like <laughs> like very like lightly and everything shut off i was like oh no 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 so that's why i was like oh, fuck. no but, it's all good yeah i'm let's see here one thing so kind of like segwaying segwaying weights with six sometimes yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck um as much as i i mean i'm sure we can continue on with this topic for, yeah, forever and i mean i don't want to you know try and just keep it going because i want to keep talking about yeah. it but if you think of anything like to, i mean obviously at the end like if there's any things that we can like i'm sure i think there's like a i think it's just like blacklivesmatter.com or something like that i can put shit in the uh the bio notes or whatever but um one thing that I kind of thought was interesting with all the the protests and stuff, it's like we're still in the midst of a, a pandemic. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious. If it's like at the same time, it's like, yes, go out, like do the protests, like peaceful, peaceful protests, yep. you know, do all that. But at the same time, it's like, hey, like, like a couple of weeks ago, like we were all sheltered in place, like because there's this pandemic. It's yep. like, of course, talking about earlier it seems to be a little bit 
more than what we ex- or less than what we expected yeah. it to be. But like to me, I'm like, it's hard because it's like you don't want them to stop protesting. No, but at yeah. the same time, it's like, guys, like I yeah. There's I, gonna be a spike. The hypocrisy is not left on me. Um <laughs> I the way I've been looking at it, I mean, I'm I'm in that too. I'm like, oh, that's it's a lot of people together. Right. Well, honestly, man, I truly believe that that is just how important that yeah. these days that we are witnessing right now are going to change the world. Um, that people are, yeah, risking their health and risking their lives to be out there for this cause. And it's stuff like that that I'm that makes me feel that there is something happening. Yeah, because so, if there was no pandemic. It just, yeah, I mean, okay, like. I don't know. Like, I, I guess it it's how you. different, though. Yeah. It's how you look at it. I, it. I think early on, I just decided that was kind of inspirational to me. I know that might sound really stupid to <laughs> no, some I, people, but I, I was like, damn, these people do not care. Whether this is blown out of proportion or not, the pandemic. Still in these the back people, of minds. These people believe that something is wrong this much. And I don't care. To if, be out there by the yeah. hundreds of thousands or you know, however much they're yeah. showing up in insane amount. And it's like you were saying too. I remember, I remember the moment when I saw the first international protests. I remember seeing protests in Japan and that, yeah. that was one of the moments when I was like, "Whoa, this is something, this isn't just, yeah. you know, cause we've had, again, we had riots in Ferguson. We've had riots across, across America in years past. And so it's not something we're, not used to unfortunately but yeah. when you start to see it happen across the world then you realize this is like a this human is, thing is, like, yeah it's a, a human right right people thing. who aren't even and again i use japan and that way that's why it was so um impactful for me traditionally not a black nation and for them to be up in arms about it right. it's like okay it's hitting like, everywhere yeah and there's and there's a force behind it and yeah. so it is a very exciting time it's a very optimistic time yeah. So as far as like going back to like what you think we like, we as a, just everyone, yeah. Like, it's I, it, it's I, so I, tough, man. I to, uh, yeah, because I'm still trying to figure out what I can do. You know, right? I want to be like I said, I've been sitting on this for a couple of weeks and just allowing myself to process and and understand how I feel about it before. Really, this is me speaking out. Of course, I, I haven't been yeah. too public on my on my platforms um but i'm still figuring out how i want to contribute you know naturally i want to be doing something creative um that i can yeah. either donate to or give back cool. to these communities um so i think honestly my best advice is just to figure out what you can do best what is the most that you can give yeah. and not rely so much on like am i following this list that someone put on twitter like did i watch all these yeah. documentaries it's like if we're all that's how we got here was we were all being taught the same things and we were all consuming the same knowledge and so as a as a race as a human race we all started to think the same way now's the time we need to be having different dialogues yeah. different conversations so my advice is get out there and you know do your own research yeah. don't be asking your black friends to help you with recommendations don't be asking other white friends because they don't know yeah. you know it's like you need to have these realizations and you need to educate yourself i think and what you said about you still trying to figure out like as a, a black man yourself like trying to on your own figure out what to do yeah i think in a way like when you said that, I was like, like, damn, that's pretty powerful because it's like, 
you, you don't even exactly know how to go about it. Like, I'm sure it's obviously it's different from one person to the next, but like the fact that like you're still trying to figure out the best way to go about it, it's pretty powerful because it's not just as easy as throwing a tweet, yeah. uh, which by all means do it in the, in the right light of yeah. things. But it's like, I think that kind of opens it up to like, wow, okay, like, yes, this is a, a big deal. And it's not just like, you know, the protests are, are great and people trying to, to help the, the cause is great. But the fact that you personally don't exactly know what to do, not being like clueless about it, but as far as like, you just don't know the right way to go about it. Yeah. I think kind of makes me even think more. It's like, well, damn, it's like, okay, I'm not trying to overthink it. Like yeah. if I think of something to do, I mean, by, you know, having you on the podcast and putting, you know, links or, or whatever with this and stuff like that, like it all helps, but like, to kind of really dive into your your mind and like like hey like what would like what's the right thing to do yeah i mean i don't know oh i mean and personally a lot of the stuff i've just i have started consuming you know um like black history and black content that i didn't already know i've started you know i, I started reading um just mercy it's a it's one of the popular movies that are going around right now just mercy just mercy yeah i started reading that book and you know i'm definitely um kind of geared towards uh like autobiographies and okay. stuff that i want to check out but again it goes back to and i think for black people too now is a time when i can be educating myself so at least when i'm having conversations i'm not just throwing out opinions based on what's going on in 2020 you have you some know? of that yeah. knowledge from things that you've read and exactly and watched to kind of be more knowledgeable yeah. about everything it's important we see it daily in people's like comments and shit a lot of people don't understand how we got here and so i do believe it's important to understand yeah. why we're even here yeah. and by doing that you just you need to go back and learn from other people's yeah. mistakes and other people's history so the just mercy that's a book is do you know if there's an audio book because i can't read to save my life <sighs> it's definitely i can read me. everyone no, no, i can I read but it just goes like I can read it and then like paragraph goes in, par paragraph goes Take, out. Takes me a while too. High school uh, was fun. <laughs> so just mercy. Uh, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure there's an audio. I book. mean, that, and that is a good thing too. There is, there's definitely a like romanticism about black culture right now. You know, like every platform you see is suddenly blasting yeah, all yeah, their black stuff. Yeah. I think that's good though. And so I wouldn't be surprised if it's an audio book as well. So just mercy and then you earlier in the podcast you were saying like some documentaries and stuff is there some that like off the top of your head that you know because like just all in all i love documentaries yeah but like as far as like immersing myself in you know the black culture and knowing more yeah besides what i've learned in you know high school and and just through knowing you and friends like that that's like you know there's going to be more information to well i guess no yeah like is there any on the top of your head that you know like I think, yeah, I, I could even, um, I could give you a couple. There's um, one of the ones that hit with me was I Am Not Your Negro. Uh, it was actually by James Baldwin. He's the uh, okay. the narrator. Um, that's on that's on Prime. He, um, I think it's just a, it's, it's pretty powerful. It's pretty heavy. Um, and these are some of the, another one is The Uncomfortable Truth. And a lot of these are going to make you uncomfortable, but it's, you know, I think that's those good are though. The things that it's gonna, yeah. I mean, I mean if you have a, a heart, like, yeah, it should make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> exactly. Like just talking to my you, my one of my best friends. Like this is a great conversation, but like, I'm nervous. I'm a little uncomfortable because it's not, you know, like even, you know, talking to some, you know, like a close friend of mine. I was telling her that like it's gonna have you on, and like, 
well, I went, to, yeah, I went to the beach and was talking to her about it. I was like, hey, like this is, you know, obviously talk about our like photos and stuff like that, yeah. but like this whole movement. She's like, oh, like well, <laughs> that's well, uh, watch, your, watch like watch yourself. So it's like, yeah. And in, I, the, in the respects of like, you don't want to say anything that can get misconstrued. And I hope there's nothing I've said that came off. That no, way, no, of no, course, but not at all. Um, uncomfortable is good when you're learning about yeah. something that shouldn't and I, be. I, I realize I just contradicted myself. Cause Un- I sorry, told you uncomfortable truth, uncomfortable truth. Okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I know I just told everyone to go find your own stuff to watch, but well, <laughs> I do believe those are, those are good jumping. These are points. ones that hit with you. And I mean, some people like myself, I yeah. don't know where, like, I'm at least going to give recommendations of, I know everyone's super into 13th right now um, okay. on Netflix. Okay. That is a really good okay. one. But again, I feel like that's the only one people are talking about and watching. Okay. And I'm like, okay, that's great. You watched a, a Netflix documentary. Like, keep going. Keep going. Like, Consume yeah. more. Yeah. Like, you, it's not like homework and you're done with the assignment. Right, like, yeah. we have to keep doing these things. Um, and, you know, by extension, it, it it will eventually be a much bigger conversation. Yeah. Obviously you know it, it it will not always be just and it has never been just black lives matter yeah um but these are i do believe that through this progress through this movement it will create progress for all people of color yeah you know what i mean yeah i get it i think it opens a lot of doors yeah um and then a little bit earlier you mentioned something like you want to try and bring your own creative uh, mind into like uh, making whether it's a video or a photo or something like that for them like the the I guess the, the movement or something like that do you kind of have any I just hit my head with the, <laughs> the pen any ideas of what you're gonna try and do like or is it you just, just don't know yet or? so I'll actually I guess I'll take this opportunity to kind of break um I haven't announced it yet but I'm going to be working with um a a movement uh, called soul on ice. Um, it started off as a documentary film about black hockey players and, um, you know, just advocates for the progression of exposing the game of hockey to, to more people of color. And by, by doing that, you know, increasing diversity within the game. Um, it started as a documentary and from that, started to become you know what i think is a movement um they work with the nhl uh and now they do a podcast so a couple weeks ago actually before anything happened i reached out to them and you know i was wondering if they needed a graphic designer so i will actually be working with them as their um content manager so you know social media manager whatever you want to call it but creating their content and by you know kind of branding their look so um and I said earlier, I think change starts within our circles. For me personally, I you know, sure, I want to go out there and be on the front lines, both physically and metaphorically, but I know where I can make a difference now. And I believe that, you know, I've always been passionate about black hockey players and about their fair exposure. And, and um, I think this is a great platform to me for me to become a part of. Yeah. And I believe in what they're doing. Um, and you, you see racial issues happening in the NHL this year, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so with that, on top of what's going on in the world, it almost all fell together at a very, like, perfect time yeah. for me to be doing this. So awesome. right now, that is my creative focus. And I think it's a way that I am yeah. at least putting some voice into the movement. Yeah, because it um, could be different, like... 
just to have some random person like just like even if it was me like like i get i get the movement yeah i i didn't have to personally deal with it but like if i were to make content for them it'd be different yeah but like you having your own life experiences and, and being a part of you know the the black culture and, and yeah. stuff like that you've you know it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a part of you. And, I, and I, you can put your own creative input yeah. on it and be like, hey, like, this is me trying to express not only the company or the podcast or whatever, but also your own beliefs and views and, and all that. Exactly. And, and share it with everyone else. And I think that will get grasped, grasped a lot better than if it was just like, someone else just pushing content out you know like yeah i think in a sense i'm stoked to see that yeah i think in a sense it'll be therapeutic for me too i mean you know i grew up playing hockey and so i i understand also what it was like to you know you get young kids are fucking mean dude like the the things you hear on the rink and stuff so i never played at a competitive level i'm not gonna front but um i do understand these guys who are one of the hosts is uh prospect for the kings and so he's playing at the nhl level and you know when NHL, when elite players in a sport are still getting ridiculed and, yeah. you know, hated, um, you know there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And so I know at least I can bring that, like you're saying, that personal experience and that touch to it. And so not only is it going to be therapeutic for me, but I do feel like I can provide a little bit more. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a regular on the show. I'm just That's, doing the content. Yeah. I actually am hopping on uh, next week. Oh, cool. So I'll it'll be, yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll, it'll be, it'll be fun to do. Post about that. That'd be sick. But yeah, I, I don't know. I guess to really bring this full circle, I, I can't, I can't harp on it enough. I think it's just important to start exposing yourself to other cultures. I think people just don't, you know, especially right now, black culture. Yeah. I don't think people do that. They, and that's, that's just it. It's like the ignorance sometimes it's not bliss you know yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like if you don't actively immerse yourself in other cultures you're not going to grow past your bubble you know and Makes it's going to yeah. it's just going to either keep you in that bubble for your entire life or you're not going to be very equipped to interact with other people yeah. so interesting um going off of you talking about hockey i believe i don't know if it was just him but evander kane mm-hmm. he started something with yeah, the Diversity Alliance. Diversity Alliance. Yeah, I saw that, and a lot of people like. I'm starting to see all, all sorts of players, like from. I hope it's the same thing, but like Sidney Crosby yeah, yeah, yeah. to like all these people speaking out. It's like, yeah, like in hockey, there's a lot of shit talk from player to player, but like, there's some other players been some that probably up. aren't even in the league, and it probably goes back till like from the beginning of, you know, hockey in general. But like, going back to what you're saying, like, there's you know some issues within not just hockey but sports in general but like hockey there's a lot of shit talk so to see him doing that and also from the sharks which is obviously like well now you're like stars but But like seeing that kind of come from someone like if it was like someone from the bruins it'd be still cool yeah but like the fact that it's like a hometown player yeah you're like well it's like i was saying too it's kind of easy at least for me to tell who's being sincere and who's kind of just like doing yeah. the PR motions. I really do, you know, I feel like the Sharks have been one of the more progressive and vocal franchises. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you see people putting up the same statements and everything, mm-hmm. but, like, Evander obviously being such an outspoken voice about this. The Sharks kind of have, you know, I think I'd like to believe they would back him regardless, but they are kind of right there. It's like, yeah. dude, you're going to either back this guy or, or like, he's gonna we're going to have a, a problem. Team. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, and I do think we... 
I, I just do think we are a franchise and a community. Uh, you know, San Jose, I yeah. do think it's a place that would be more progressive. But yeah. um, so, I, yeah, I, I did kind of take a victory with that. I'm like, right. that, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. team. We're doing Wait, the right thing. What was it called again? I so, uh, The thing? Uh, Soul on Ice? Soul, no, well, that's the one you're doing, the podcast. Yeah. And you're doing the the, art, the graphic design work for mm -hmm. it. But the Evander Kane one. Oh, the, uh, the Diversity Alliance. Diversity Alliance, yeah. okay. I just, like, want to have some, like, maybe some links and yeah i don't know stuff what to I'll, I'll have to look it up but. i'm not sure what they're going to be doing I, I i didn't really read their mission statement but it seems like a lot of a lot of big names and especially from like back in the day too i'm sure yeah. shit was even worse like but. i think you know like joel ward yeah and, you got two sharks on there yeah so uh, like it's it's pretty pretty crazy um just complete well it's on the topic of the sharks but uh wingles tommy wingles yeah retired yeah and, yeah like, what the, he's like young yeah, I think he is pretty young. Maybe he's like, but I mean, crazy CTE. I feel like shit. hockey years are like dog years. Like people talk about well, people Joe, being Joe old. Thornton, dude. That's what I mean. Like we look at Joe like Father Time, like, but he's yeah, actually he's in his thirties. <laughs> like, oh my god! Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's like 30, 39 or something. I don't even Joe? know if he's that old. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hold on, I gotta look this up because he looks like he's not that young. How old is Joe? I can't even type. 40. Uh, Which that's pretty close. Makes sense. That that is like ho I, hockey ancient. Yeah, yeah. In in hockey years he's like 80. <laughs> but like uh, I know it's so kind of different just like the way we were like what we we're talking about and the progression of the this episode, but like just going off of and if, so many people at this point are probably going to be like, "Oh, now they're just talking about people I don't know about." But yeah. <laughs> I just want to know like I think he's got like one more year and then he might be or like one more year at the Sharks and then might go to like a contending team to like really, try and win it. I really hope not. I thought he was going to do it this this year. And like, the, fact, the fact that he didn't maybe is some hope that some he'll hope. stick around. But but like all the people that left the team this past season are now all on teams that I know are in. I can't get out of the patty on Pittsburgh. That's weird. That's <laughs> but I think I mean him and Crosby and like all those people. So. Yeah. if and when we see these playoffs well we'll have to do we'll have to pick a game like maybe yeah. maybe a team that like maybe it, maybe not necessarily teams that we like but maybe it's like oh this is going to be a good game oh yeah like just off the top of my head i don't know if they're in it or not i haven't looked at the the spread of who's in it but like if there's a game of like new jersey versus the rangers like that, those are always like Ra a good rangers made it devils okay it. oh yeah. damn it because like new jersey versus new york <laughs> yeah it's always oh, like always a, a good one, yeah. oh, but maybe we'll we'll try and yeah, choose. yeah that'll get, be dope we'll be a home i'll get jason um and then you and maybe i'll have like my brother nick yep. doing shit i that'll don't know dope. or maybe just the three of us and just crack some brewskis or something like that and i'm all for just it. have a good time um yeah i mean let's see here where are we at here Hour twenty five. I mean, you got any any last? You want to plug some of your your socials? I mean, just so people can kind of yeah follow you and eventually see yeah. Whatever you're gonna I hope out. I I hope I do come out of quarantine out of everything with just this like wave of inspiration, you know? Because yeah. I think it is important to kind of bow out for every now and then, recollect yeah, yourself, keep your your mental sanity. Yeah. Um. Just in general, not even with what's happening, just in in general like absolutely take man. a step back and yeah your thoughts and um brian j delumpa on instagram and then uh bdimagery.co is my website um always happy to do photography video and design sick 
I'll, uh, yeah, and I'll, um, I mean, I'll put that in the, the show notes and, and stuff like that. Sure. And then some of these uh, documentaries and the, the book and, and stuff that you were talking about. And yeah, I just, I mean, thanks for, for coming. Obviously, like, you're here <laughs> yeah, in the Bay. Yeah. Like, we could have done this over the phone, but I don't think it would have been received as good. No, it's as a good. much so, cooler like, experience it, to do it, it here. Exactly, right? Over the phone, it's like, for me, like, I'm sitting here and I have the setup and I got the mic in front of me. But, like, I always think, like, for the other person, it's like, whether they're just holding the phone to their their face or AirPods, it's like, are you guys just like sitting there, yeah, like listening? Like, what are you doing? Like, no, exactly. I mean, like, Lee, when I had Levi on, he was just walking around his block. No, this I was is like, I like. So this, this is I'm glad, especially for like the stuff we were talking about. I think it, you know, kind of gets across a little bit better, so we can see yeah. each other. And like, when I fumble over my words like a a dumbass, like you can kind of see that I'm struggling. Well, yeah, <laughs> on some. On talking in general, no, which I, makes no sense because I have a podcast. But happy to be here, man. Yeah, dude. Well, shit. Let's uh, let's close this out and and just keep chatting. And um, yeah, let's try and do this again. Uh, maybe down the road, kind of see where things go. And yeah, just thanks again for for joining me. Absolutely, my pleasure. Yeah.